Welcome to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I am your host, Tara Reinbolt, and it is my mission to help you take back control of your life, overcome burnout, and reclaim your happiness. Trust me, if I can do it, you can do it. I went from totally burned out human resources professional looking to find my purpose in life to finally kicking burnout to the curb and finding my God-led mission. If you're ready to start living your best life today, like right now, literally this second, then you've come to the right place. Consider me your own personal business and life coach. Now let's get this party started and dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're off to a good start of the week. I know that I can finally say after three weeks (laughs) that I am off to a great start of the week. Now, let's be real. Every day that we are given is a blessing and a gift from God. So I am super thankful for those 21 days of misery, which I'm going to get into. But this week is truly starting to be an amazing week. And I'm really excited to finally dive back into the normal routine of life because for the last 21 days, I've been incapacitated to the point where I was just existing, (laughs) not really living, if that makes any sense. I was just going through the motions, which really kind of reminds me a lot of people that are stressed out in their job, stressed out in whatever situation that they're in that's burning them out. They think that, oh, this is just how it goes. This is just, you know, par for the course due to the situation that I'm in. So they're going through the motions just to get through the day. And life isn't really enjoyable. Can't stop and and smell the roses and think, oh my gosh, that tree over there is just absolutely beautiful. It's just such a beautiful day. Feel the warmth, feel the sunshine, you know, you appreciate your kids' laughter or their goofiness or their, even their temper tantrums. (laughs) Like you don't stop when you're burned out or stressed out. You don't stop and say, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful for these fun moments, for these hectic moments, for these chaotic moments. And that is kind of what reminded me when I was just feeling so horrible the last 21 days, which is why I have been MIA, by the way. I wanted to talk a little bit about that too, which I will get into. But I'm here to tell you that there's a better way. And I know I've been kind of saying this, so I may sound like a broken record. But if you're just going through the motions of, oh, I got to get up, I got to, you know, get ready for work, and then I got to get to work, and then I have to, oh, I got to read my emails, and you're not stopping and appreciating the small things in life, then... I have to tell you that you're not on 
the right course of action. Life is about passion. Life is about inspiration, about motivation. And what that means is you're going to have super exciting, happy, fulfilled moments. And then there's going to be moments when you're sad, you're frustrated, you're mad. That's what happens when you live a passionate, fulfilled life. You're going to have both sides of the coin. But when you're on autopilot, just getting through the day, and you can't even remember what you did that day, what you said that day, what you were thankful for that day, what went right, what went wrong, then you're in a some sort of burnout. And it's time to start actually living instead of surviving. Who wants to survive? Let's live and thrive, right? So, I will fast forward to why I was out of the office, essentially, for 21 days. I, like most people, kind of went with the flow. And in retrospect, as a Christian, one thing that I'm really trying to instill in my everyday life, but I forget because it's not a practice that I've been doing for very long, I will admit, is pray about everything. And this happened to me uh, a few different times. I forgot to pray before I got my tubes removed to have any more children. And then the week, the maybe two days before I was to get my tubes removed, it dawned on me, oh my gosh, we should have prayed about this because I was starting to have second thoughts. I was starting to have all of these emotions that go along with never being able to have kids again. You know, when I had two beautiful, amazing girls, it just, it was just a lot to work through. And I had already made the decision. The surgery was already booked And I was kind of bitter in some ways about going into it, to be honest, because I felt like I had two rough pregnancies and they were pretty much back to back because my um, two-year-old and now I have a six-month-old and my body was just put through a lot. So in my mind, here I am like, okay, I'll get my tubes removed just to show you, husband, (laughs) like, I can do it. You owe me now. And that's not how you should make a decision ever, by the way, anyone listening. (laughs) It's not what you should do. But that was kind of my mindset, to be honest. It was like, oh, I now have a free pass to call you out because I took another one for the team when really you should have just gone and you should have, you know, got a vasectomy and had some peas on your parts to cool them down for a day, sit on some vegetables. Like that's all that was required of you, mister. But no, you were too scared. So now I have to go do it. So I'm going to woman up, but I'm going to do it. So that was kind of my thought process. And I started kind of reflecting on that literally a day or two before I was supposed to get my tubes removed. And 
I never prayed on it. And it was something that I really regretted. I started praying on it nonstop before I got my tubes removed. But it was a lesson learned that I should have prayed on it way before I ever made the actual decision to get it done. Because after I had my tubes removed, it was then that I was going through so much turmoil. It felt like I had lost something that I didn't even know was there, if that makes any sense. It was just really a big mental storm. It was awful. And it took me about four days to work through it and just sit in the grief that I experienced from making the decision to never have kids again, you know, and I had to keep keep telling myself, oh, well, you made this decision because you're going to be 34. And if you were to get pregnant again, you wouldn't have the baby until 35. It's just too much, you know, so many things. So I had to kind of come up with different excuses. And then I kind of had to work through my being annoyed with my husband because I felt like he should have done it and it wasn't permanent for him. So I was a little frustrated with myself for not praying before. And then you think I would have learned my lesson because I experienced such turmoil for not thinking through and praying on that decision. So then here comes COVID. My whole family I I should say half of my family. (laughs) The other half is on the opposite end of the spectrum, just like America is today. You have your everyone needs to get vaccinated. And if you don't get vaccinated, you're a terrible person side of the coin. And then you have the I'm not getting the vaccine because it is going to wreck my immune system and I'm not going to have any adverse effects. I'm not going to be a guinea pig. Um, You name it. There's multiple different arguments on both sides of the fence. So I have family that's on both sides. And let me tell you, they both know what side the other is on. So it's quite conflicting. It's quite difficult to navigate it because for our family, we're somewhere in the middle. We think logically, I like to think at least, uh, on both sides. You know, oh, I understand where you're coming from here. I understand where you're coming from there. But ultimately, we make our own decisions. So with this, I honestly don't think that we truly thought through it, my husband or I both. It was more or less, we kind of felt pressured to get it for the sake of everyone else. Of course, we want to protect our children also because they're young. We have a two-year-old. We have a six-month-old. Nobody wants to come down with COVID, even though they say children are not affected by it. We just don't know a whole lot about COVID. So, of course, it's scary, even though they say that it doesn't negatively really impact kids of that age group, right? But we wanted to protect our kids. We wanted to protect our family that was or is more susceptible to illness. But in the midst, I totally forgot about my immune system. I forgot about how my body reacts to things. 
And let me tell you, my body doesn't react very well or it doesn't react the same as most other people. And that has a lot to do with my childhood because I was always having some sort of upper respiratory issue, whether it be pneumonia, bronchitis, sinus infections, sore, th- uh, not sore throat, <laughs> strep throat, um, you name it. I had it. I had mono multiple times as a child and into high school. So my body is just different, you know? So I never once thought about myself in this situation. And in doing so, I forgot. I didn't pray on it. I didn't even really discuss it. My husband and I had the same situation, I guess. He was just kind of going with the flow, hoping that it would appease the one side of the family and I was too. And then the next thing you know, I get my second shot. Everything's fine. And then I come down with either food poison or I come down with a flu or have no idea which. There's reasons to believe it was food poisoning and there's also reasons to believe that it was the flu. Either way, my immune system took a huge hit. And in the process, right after that, I felt horrible right after the flu. I never felt the same. And then about six days later, all of a sudden, I started to experience extreme body aches. And when I say extreme, it was like it was hard to get out of bed. That's how bad it was. My bones hurt. And then on top of that, my muscles hurt. And then on top of that, It felt like I had arthritis in my hands, in my arms, and on top of that, it felt like someone physically beat me up, like I had bruises all over my body. My skin hurt to the touch. And then on top of that, I had no energy. I was pretty much like, you could give me 10 cups of coffee because trust me, when you have two kids that you have to take care of, you try to, you have to suck it up and just get through it, right? And that was what I was doing. So in the process, I had several cups of coffee and nothing. It almost made me even sleepier, which is super weird. Nothing was working and it was so painful. Um, I can't even describe it. I had a headache and then all of a sudden I had night sweats. This lasted for 14 days. And since those 14 days have been up, I have not been the same. I have been super slow in so many different areas of my life. And it's really frustrating. And finally, you know, midway through those 14 days, I decided to go to the doctor. And the doctor told me that it was the vaccine. And I said, well, wait a minute. How can it be the vaccine? You know, how can it be? Because they say that within the first three days, you're going to experience the symptoms and then it's going to pass and it's going to move on. You know, so I went over my whole history. I've had mono this many times. You need to test me for mono. I think that these, you know, symptoms match up. And the doctor said, 
no, <laughs> the symptoms don't really match up and the symptoms match up to a T to COVID. So this is 100% the vaccine. Oh, and by the way, the majority of the patients that come through here experience the same issues. So I said, wait a minute. So you're telling me that people do not experience any symptoms for one to two weeks, and then all of a sudden they're down for two to three weeks with these COVID symptoms after the vaccine? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, then why can't we find this information anywhere? I'm not going to sit here and say I regret taking the vaccine because who the heck knows how my body would have reacted to COVID. I don't know. Uh, But what I am saying is I wish that I would have done my research. I wish that I would have prayed about it. And I wish that I wouldn't have gone along with the crowd. I wish that I wouldn't have gone through the motions. And sometimes when we go through the motions in life, just like when we're stressed out and we're burned out and we're just trying to get through our day, you can take a look back and all of a sudden all of these adverse side effects are coming full force into your life. And because I went with the flow, because I didn't stop and question and say, hey, wait a minute. I should really look into this before I do. Because I didn't do that, I had pretty much 21 days of feeling like I couldn't get out of bed. It was a struggle to take care of my children. It was awful. I had to have my husband take off work several days because I could not function. And I wanted to bring this to your attention because first off, it's not like me to not follow through on the things that I are passionate about and committed to, which is this podcast. But then I wanted to get it out there too because A, to bring awareness to those of you that are experiencing stress or are burned out that you can cause yourself some pretty extreme or non-extreme, but nonetheless, consequences, side effects that will come into your life that will present themselves as problems. If you don't stop and you think for yourself, you actually have to stop, think for yourself, put in the work, do a little bit of research, take the time, and really reflect on where you're at. You know, are you just surviving? Who the heck wants to just survive when they could actually be living a life where the laughter or the smiles that they put on in front of the public eye are actually real, not forced? They're actually thankful for their day. Thankful for the screaming toddler that's temperamental. (laughs) I know that may sound crazy, but truly, life, when you're not going through the motions and when you're living intentionally and when you're really living to succeed in life, it's not going through the motions. So I encourage you to A, think for yourself, 
B, stop and reflect. Take the time to actually reflect where you are at. Are you living moment to moment? Are you? Are you just going through the motions or are you living intentionally? What are your goals? Is following the herd, following the crowd going to get you to where you want to be? Is it going to help you be happy? Is it going to help you have thriving relationships with your kids, with your family? So I encourage you to think for yourself, do the research, do the self-reflection, journal. It's the only way that you're going to pull that information out of your head. If you just think about something and you don't actually pull it out of your brain and put it on pen to paper, it's going to go right back into that computer system of a brain of yours and you're going to continue to live by the autopilot that is your brain and you're going to have negative consequences because think about it. When you have some resentment, you have bitterness towards maybe a spouse, your mom, your dad, whoever. When you're interacting with those people and you have that bitterness that you haven't dealt with, that you haven't sorted out and you haven't moved on from, you may tend to deal with that person short. You know, you may tend to make them feel you know, like they don't matter or that they're stupid, you know, and you don't necessarily do it on purpose, but your bitterness and your resentment is the one that is on autopilot. It's the one that is leading you to interact with those individuals that way. That is why it is so important to pull this stuff out of your brain, get it out and move on so that you can be productive. You can be efficient. You can be happy. You can actually be successful. So I'm going to stop ranting, but those are the things that you need to do. You need to start living intentionally. And whether you are a Christian or not, I am telling you what, the days that I remember to pray about everything, I need your help with this, this, even the things that I'm naturally really good at. And I typically do not need help with. And I don't ever think, oh, I need help with this because it's something that you just do and you're good at and you're natural at. The days when I actually pray for help in those areas are the days that I'm like a freaking rock star. (laughs) And then I look at the day and I'm like, well, what was the difference maker? Oh, of course it was prayer. And the days that I forget to pray and I just go with the motions, I go with what society does and says, and I don't think for myself. And I just say, oh, well, I'll just make the decision for everybody else. And I don't, I forget to pray. Those are the times when I just see everything littered in my life with consequence. And then it's like, ah, I will not do that again. But yet sometimes you do because we're human. We're not perfect. It's part of the human experience, my friends. Okay, so I'm going to stop ranting about that, and next week we're going to get back into the Solve series. I have tons of tips and tricks that are going to really help you get back into the uh, process of effectively managing your time, 
effectively managing your thoughts so that you can stick to your goal setting blueprint and conquer one primary uh, habit at a time in order to overcome your burnout. Thank you so much for hanging in there with me today. I pray that you found value in today's episode, and I truly pray that you will stop and give yourself and your life a little bit of thought today so that you can start living life intentionally and it will reap the rewards. I promise you. I didn't even say that right. That sounded weird. (laughs) You will reap the rewards. I promise you. Okay, signing off. Have a great rest of the week. Talk to you later. Lastly, thank you for listening to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I hope that you found value in today's episode, and I pray that you will make the commitment to take back control of your life and that God will give you the courage to move forward to live the life that you were meant to live. If this episode at all inspired you, please do me a huge favor and subscribe to the Burnout to Bless podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and leave me a review. By subscribing, you'll be the first to be notified when new episodes air. And by leaving a review, you'll help this podcast get noticed and hopefully change someone's life. If you're ready to take the next step to overcome burnout and live the life of your dreams, email me at coachinginfo at burnout, B-U-R-N-O-U-T, the number two, blessed.com. Again, that's coachinginfo at burnout, the number two, blessed.com to learn more about my customized coaching programs. Now remember, Rome was not built in a day. All you need to do is take it one step at a time, my friends, and I promise you, you will get to your destination. Until next time.